Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Blessed and Free 63 family. Welcome to another podcast from Blessed and Free 63, from wherever you'll be listening from. We'll start off with a word of prayer and we'll see what God has to say to us today. Father God, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your care. We thank you for your always watching over us, always going before us and our families and our communities and our loved ones. We pray for those who are struggling financially, Father God, for to put food on their table, to pay the rent for, for the roof over their head. Father God, even to eat their homes in this time, Father God. Father God, we pray for strength. We, we, we see the cost of the food prices and everything else going up all over. Father God, we pray that as you continue to watch over us and you guide us and protect us. And as you made everything pass over us, Father God, that you watch and you continue to watch over us in this Passover season, Father God. Let us know what you did for us on the cross and let us be grateful and know that the same God that did it before will do it again. So may you continue to watch over us, guide us and protect us. We pray for our heads of government that they make right decisions in this time. We pray that they stand up for the right of the people and they're not af afraid of outside influences, but they do what is right for the country that you have blessed them with. So Father God, may you continue to cover each and every one of us and as we pray for those parents in america that are that are mourning for the loss of their children in the school incident and also for the family of, of those of the adults that have died and also all over the world parents that have lost their children father god father god we pray for strength and comfort as only you know that you can give us father god we pray that you watch over us as you guide us and you protect us in jesus mighty name we pray amen and the word is we don't have to understand how it takes us into the promised land. We don't have to understand because I know, <laughs> I know that with myself, I know that one of the scriptures that I like is that when you say your steps, the, the, good, the, the steps of a good man, a good woman are, are controlled, are directed by the Lord. And we talk about, you know, he directing our steps and bringing us into the plan and the purpose that he has for us. Because we know that Ephesians 2.10 tells us that he's prepared some works for us to do. And in, those, in doing those works, we will also be blessed. It's not, it's gonna, it's not gonna be a strain. You know, it's not gonna be pressure. Because I know that, you know, sometimes, sometimes we think, but we think of, ministry and the plans that God for us some as for us sometimes we think it's hard work and sometimes <laughs> we, we don't think it's something that we can we could really look forward to doing and enjoy while we're, we're doing it but but God has made it for us he said we're going to enjoy what we're doing because we're going to feel so blessed by being able to make a difference to somebody's life that is going to come back to us and we're going to be blessed because I know that we're living in a world, <laughs> you know, we have a, we have a saying, well, I don't know if it's a saying everywhere, but, but it's a, it's a saying in Car Caribbean somewhere. It's a, it could be a saying everywhere when it says that one, one and washes the other. That means, you know, that, um, you need two, two to work together, you know, to, to wash and it, it, it well, broken down it, it it means that people need people and it also it also it also means that we're not we're not to be selfish 
and sometimes we want people to be washing our hands, washing our hands, and then the next time when we're in a position to wash their hands, we 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 don't do it because we kind of we we don't see it as a privilege when somebody does something for us. We see it as an entitlement. You know, I was in, I'm in this family. I'm entitled. I, I was in this family, even though I'm not. I chose not to be in the family anymore. Uh, um, whether it's true divorce or broke broke relationship or whatever but i still think because of the time that i've spent in the family that i'm still entitled to something even though i'm not in there providing anything in there for that family no more but i still think i i am entitled to something because i was there before and so therefore people don't think that they have to really give anything back because i know that um the, the bible tells us that we, we're not to we're not to stop being doing kind things for people. And we find that there's some people that that you do kind things for and they don't really appreciate it. And they don't they don't really they don't really appreciate it. Because sometimes you you'll you'll give them something and then they'll they'll sometimes they'll say, Ah, oh, this is not really the colour that I like. This is not really this that I like. This is not really the that let, let, letting you feel and they just say, I'm sorry I got it in the first place. But in this time, we have to know that there comes a time, you know, sometimes we feel that, oh yeah, even if I don't give, even if I don't do this, even if I don't do that, I'll 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 always keep getting it, so it's alright. But there comes a time when the Bible that when the Bible has to be fulfilled and there comes a time when, you know, sometimes you're trying to not make people feel the pain of certain decisions that they make. But there comes a time that the Bible has to be fulfilled. The Bible says that if a, if a man that goes to a strange sister, he breaks, he mashes up his home, he breaks up his home and, and he, he, he does. And if you, if, um, if you see that person, that person's saying that I'm going through this, I'm going through that. Oh, I'm lonely. I'm this. I'm that. You, well, you, you can, you can, yeah, you can have compassion. You can say, you, you can say a prayer for them, for, for God to eat them. But they're going to feel that way because that's what, that's what comes of that action. And sometimes, you know, we have to remember, you know, when it said that every action brings a reaction and it's, it is so true. And sometimes we want to do what we want to do, treat people how we want to treat them. And then still expect that that thing things are not going to change, but things do change. Things do change. That's why we have to look at life and know that we we can't take things for granted as we did before. Because I myself, <laughs> because I've been through so much little things, even in this year alone, with uh, I, with an allergic reaction. So I think it was the earrings or the face mask, something that I put on. And when I couldn't sleep, my neck, my neck was stiff. I came up with in rashes in the end. I had to go to get antibiotics and antihistamines for it. And I now appreciate being able to go, to go in your, my bed and sleep instead of moving this way, moving that way, waking up in the night because I'm in so much pain because of the, 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 the allergic reaction that I can't get a good night's sleep. So I realized that God wants to show us it's it's not the it's not the uh, big big things that we look at it's a little it's a little things of life that makes life worth living you know it's it's a little things because I'm understanding that I'm understanding 
to you know to 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 sit down in a house that you're comfortable in and you have a TV that you can watch watch you have a fire that you can cook at you have a microwave you want to add something in you have a fridge that you can keep your food cold you realize that you have to thank God for that you have to thank God that you have clothes to put on your back if you get invited somewhere at least you can say you know what oh yeah I can I, <laughs> I'll be able to find something to wear you don't have to worry that you, that you have to go out and get something because God has provided for you because God is our provider and I realized, I realized the other days that, you know, I, from, cause my daughter reminded me, she said, mom, that you always used to say this anyway, because she's saying that I always say that, um, everything that I have, all my needs will be provided in Christ Jesus. I, she said, I always used to say that. And I, I remember I used to say that the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. And I realized that the word of God is powerful. And if, if you, if you, you use it and believe it in your heart, it's so. Because I just, <laughs> I realized to myself the other day that I, I, I lack nothing. You know, all of us can say, oh yeah, we'd, I'd want to have this, I want to have that. But, but honestly, being honest, I lack nothing. I can't say there's anything that I really need that I don't have. And I said to myself, Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Because it's by your grace and by your mercy. Because sometimes you know that you say, oh, you're going to do this. Oh, you're going to do that. And then you find that God works it out for us all the time. And I'll tell you something. The other day I worked on. <laughs> someone was telling me. That I was talking to someone before. And they were telling me. About, you know, when, when, the, when the father says that. It's the will of God that will prevail. Yeah, he said, many a plans as a man has in his heart, but it's the will of God that, that will prevail. And somebody was trying to explain it to me the, the other day, a couple of weeks back, actually. And, you know, sometimes you're sorry that you never really grab all of it. Because I think what they were trying to say is that God will allow you, allow you at some time, probably while you're trying to find yourself, to walk away from the from the direction that he wants you to walk in he'll allow you to do it but because he still think he's still knowing that you have time to you have time to to come back to that point that he wants you to come back to and but but the person was saying that but if god sees 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 us going too far away are doing things that's going to end the, the plans that he has for us. He has a way of circling, circling us back. That we come back to the point where he wants us to be. And when the person was telling me about it, about this, how it is, he had some other parts as well. I didn't really take in all of it, but I wish I did. But the other day, I the, the other day, I realize that God has a way of working certain things out because sometimes you, you, you will put yourself forward for certain things are doing this, are going here, are going there for this time, for that time, for this month, for this week, for, for these days or whatever. 
But God knows that there is an appointed time and the appointed days that you're supposed to be in that place. And no matter how you try to book it to say it's going to be more than that. Because of all different reasons and everything else. And he knows about it. You have to come right back to where he wants you to be. To the days that he wants you to do and all that. And I realized that today. I realized that I look at it today and I said, yes. We will never understand uh, what God is doing and how God is working in our life. But he's working for us to fulfill the destiny and purpose that he has for us. And no matter how far we go away from his, the plan that he has for us, we have to come back. And we don't have to worry. We, we, don't, we, don't, we don't have to worry or understand what he's doing. Because a lot of the time we don't really understand. But when, but when it's when it's done, and then there's a song that people you just sing, and you just said, further along we'll know all about it. Further along we'll understand why. And I realize that the way God works in our life, it's magnificent, it's marvelous, because it brings us right into where we need to be. Sometimes I realize that <laughs> if. God knows that you, you, there's something that you need. And you'll put somebody that knows you in that position. That you can get what you need. It becomes a reality. And if it's something that you have to buy, you get it at a better price because of that person. That, that person that's got favor, who knows you, who's in that place. i tell you something. We will, as, as human beings, we will never fully understand how God works in our life. But we know that he does fully work in our life. And he listens to our prayers and the prayers that should be answered <laughs> will be answered. The ones that shouldn't be won't be answered. I, I you know, I... When I was reading, was it Genesis? Is it the more to the back of Genesis? And because that's when Israel, uh, that's when Israel, Jacob, and all that. But I, I, I realized that I was reading. I was reading it, and every time when I was seeing something about the twelve tribes, and I was thinking to myself, why is God using the twelve tribes? Why, why is it important about the twelve tribes? I was really questioning to say, what is it? <laughs> Because God doesn't just do something. God has a reason for everything that he does. Even to show us certain things. For, to teach us certain things. And I realized that I was thinking about it. At, about the 12 tribes. Wanted to know more about the 12 tribes of Israel. And wanted to know why they're important to God. And why God used a tribe system to really, you know affect us and, and to to be in the bible at that time and i realized that god is a god who hears and answers because i was looking on the internet for something completely different um looking on it for um because i wanted to find out about easter because you know sometimes for years you know you, you're in the church and you just uh, we just go along with the traditions of the church and we don't really question it. 
And I know that one, there was a time I was giving out some leaflets um, in, about the, the, the Easter service that was going to be at a church. It was my church, actually. I think I went into a bookshop. I think I went into a bookshop, a Christian bookshop, and they had some there on the counter. And I think I took some and said that I'd give them out. And when I was giving them out, when I was giving them out, there was this, <coughs> sorry, there was this brother that was doing evangelism on the road as well. And he stopped, he stopped and we, I was giving him like my testimony and everything and we we're talking. And he said to me, don't give, don't give, don't give those out. Easter's a pagan festival. But because I belong to a church that, that's, that usually does it, we celebrate it, and we go on the witness march and everything. I didn't, re I didn't really stop celebrating it. Really, I still celebrated it. But I was looking, but, I w but this year, <laughs> this year, it's I was looking to say, was it in the early church? Where does that come from? Because even with Lent. I've never understood Lent and I've never really done it because I don't understand it. I don't really see it in the Bible. So I've never really done that either. But when I was looking about Easter, I noticed that I saw um, it came up about the festivals, uh, the, the, um, the idol worship, the, this and the, that. But when I, got, when I got around to something else, this book came up <laughs> and there and it was about the tribe of is it was about the tribe of Israel and explaining understanding the significance of the Hebrew tribes and months and it's called a time to advance by Chuck D Chuck D P Pierce and that is that is an answer to a prayer that is an answer to, to a question that I wanted to, to, to find out about and I realized that <laughs> I yesterday I was yesterday it was about it was about the ch yeah i was listening to chuck pierce was talking something and he was saying about the ch the the messiah messianic uh, uh the, the church of god really coming to back to, coming back that coming back in our in in our covenant roots the church as it first started with the with the with um the apostles and what it, what it was saying is that did the church had still had Jewish roots even when the when Jesus when um Jesus got crucified and people became Christians it still had the Jewish roots because the bible tells us anyway that Jesus said that salvation is of the Jews so they're still in the churches in the places they used to still celebrate um passover there was no Easter, it was Passover. But when, when, um, what's his name again? <laughs> when that, that Roman person, that Constantine got, got saved. Well, he said he got saved anyway. And he came into the church and he changed, it changed, it changed the, the Passover to Easter and also the Christmas. And, and in the end, people got persecuted if they still try to celebrate the Passover. Some of them had to, had to go on the run. Because it was life-threatening for them. If they still wanted to, wanted to, to really 
celebrate the Passover. And when you look into it and you'd say, why would that be the case? Why would that, why would that be the case? Because salvation is of the Jews. And biblically, Jesus said these are the festivals that you're supposed to celebrate. He never said that they were Easter. He never said that they were Christmas. Because, <laughs> because even reading that, the Hebrew months and the Hebrew, the book and the tribe, it tells you that April, March and April, it's like, it's a tribe of Judah. The, the tribe of people that born in those months are the tribe of Judah, from the tribe of Judah. That means that Jesus is the line of the tribe of Judah, which means that he would have to be, he would have to be born in March or April, not not December. So what December really has to do with us as Christians celebrating Christmas. But you realize that when the world does things, they do it for a reason. Because sometimes it's the things that they they have their traditions, what they usually have. And they don't want to, they, because they've said that they've given their life to God. But they haven't. They haven't fully given their life to God. But they want to work. They want to destroy the church and the things of God from the inside. And that's how they they get inside it by saying by because Christians are welcoming people because God shows us to love one another and to love and it's a love that's that's been used to break to break Christ, Christianity down from the inside because God is supposed to say He loves everyone so therefore everyone's supposed to be accepted doing what they want to do being in church and not changing and it's all right because God said He loves us but God also said that He's a God that 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 went through Boz Rock with His garments lifted blood because there was nobody to help Him and He had to crush He had to crush the wicked like like the that like the crushed grapes so that means that God is not just just about loving god is also about setting standards and having principles and what he expects people to abide by no matter what they think no matter what they think because you know we realize that we change we change we change in our attitude do things that we might say we think this is acceptable that not acceptable we change all the time we change because of people we meet and sometimes we love certain people so therefore if they do that uh it's all right because um they, they love me and i love them yes yeah, so we change but god but god said regardless of how you feel and oh i whatever i don't change and the standards that i have for you and my children those are the standards that you have to keep it doesn't matter how hard you might think that why it is uh because a lot of people they they, they pull people down and weaken the, the faith by saying ah uh, that <laughs> to, to, to justify everything legalistic if you you can't well i suppose if the, some pastors can't preach certain subjects and if they it shouldn't be that they can't because it, it the, the messages that comes to the church should be messages that god sends so if you if you're not able to preach god's word in god's church that's there's a problem there anyway but because if you if you choose to say oh I read if you're gonna say to some probably if you say to somebody oh I read my Bible every day and they'll say to and they'll probably say ah uh, ah uh, that's that's legalistic ah uh, you're saved by grace you can just read your Bible anytime you want to you can't you don't have to read it every day and that would be wrong because uh, we are we are spirit soul and body and the body <laughs> just like how the body needs food the spirit needs food. 
so and there's other people of there's other people who are of other faith and you you couldn't tell them that because they're 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 reading whatever word they say is important to them but it's only the christians that always have a word to say why they shouldn't do this why you shouldn't do that and it's always christians that people choose to be saying that uh why why are you making that rule you shouldn't make that rule you have to change that rule it's about human rights it's about this right it's about that right but how can you tell the per <laughs> how can you tell the god of the universe who made human beings and and made standards for them to live by to say that he, he He's not thinking about human humankind. He's thinking about humankind because that's why he's telling us not to do this because the things that people would do because it, it, it really it really makes your heart grieve because when they say that um, people would do this with animals, do that with animals, uh, this, 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 and people labeling themselves to have this, have that, just to be able to have a right to be doing this and doing that. And it's against their body and it's against the will of God for the life of his people. And when I was here, I was listening to some someone speaking yesterday, well, it was on the news, they were talking that they were going to be debating certain subject. And when they were talking about what this, what this title, what this word means on it, what that word means, and, and it really, my heart felt really say, you human being human beings who are supposed to be dignified and the things that because they don't have got because you, you have to because they don't have god in their hearts because they're in darkness the things that they think is acceptable to do with their body and to do to other people's body you you, you know that without god the without god what would this world be like we thank we thank god for the people for the people who are you know for the people that that are that are standing up and will stand up for, for the right for the right thing even those who, who might not say those who might not say are oh, they don't believe in any religion or anything like that but they still know that there are standards that people are supposed to live by and they'll still speak out they're trying to that even now our, our children they're trying to indoctrinate our children. The things that they should be teaching them in school. They're not teaching them. They want to bring these people into school. Bring that into school. Do all, all that. What, what's that about? That's got nothing to do with education. It's, about, it's all about the devil's agenda. It's all about the devil's agenda. To, to, bring, to bring people to hell with him. But I've made up my mind. I'm not going to make no, nothing and no one. No devil bring me to hell with with him at all. He can go there by himself. He can go there by himself, because hell wasn't hell wasn't created for human beings. Hell was created for the enemy, and that means that he can go there by himself. Because if he done the work to go there, he can go there. He can go there. And so, Father wants us to pray, to pray for our families, pray for our communities, pray for our loved ones that their eyes can be open. And if there's people, if there's people in your community, if there's people, there's ministers, there's MPs, there's and and they and they're on the side of the right. You should support them, pray for them. Look at the other day what happened in America, and people just going to going to um a a school and a church, going there with a with with a gun to kill children people have have no have no respect because there's there's years 
years ago, I heard someone say before, years ago, people wouldn't even think if they, <laughs> if there was a church there and they were smoking, they would cross the road because they, they thought the church was so sacred that they, that, that they shouldn't walk in front of it with smoke, smoking cigarette. And now people don't care. They'll go in there and do it. They'll go behind there and do it. They go in there and shoot up and kill. They don't. They they've lost values, and that is the reason. The reason they have lost values is because so much laws and things have made that people can do what they like. That means that they don't even tr have to try to be good. They can just be evil, and it's acceptable because they've got a law that protects them. I can say I'm this. I can say I'm that, and that law protects me. And even though they're not that. And even then, they go into a system that they make it unfair for other people. Because if you're a man, you're a man. And if you're a woman, you're a woman. No matter how you change yourself to be, it's inside and the organs that you have inside that says who you are. And you have the strength that you have. The woman, a woman, there's women that say they lift a lot of, yeah, there's women that say they're strong, but put a woman against a man and the man is going to be stronger than her. Now, regardless of what you might, you might say, I think, there's women that lift a lot, lift a lot of weight, yes. But that's not the everyday factor. But we just trust God in, in directing us to where we need to go. And we ask him to give us the strength to stand up in these evil days. Because really and truly, evil days, in these evil days, but because God is mightier and he's truth and he's light and he's right, we can win every battle. The Bible tells us that Jesus says, the Bible says, um, Jesus said that, the, the light came into the world and the darkness couldn't understand it. The darkness couldn't understand the light, but the darkness couldn't put the light out. But it couldn't understand it. It couldn't understand it because all those who were in the dark didn't want to come into the light. They wanted to hide from the light. Even though the light could shine certain things on them that they could see where they needed to change, where God wanted them to go. But they chose to be to remain in darkness. But it didn't stop the light from shining. And... God is able to do all things in our life. And all we need to do is trust him. All we need to do is trust him. And he'll bring us from, dark, from, from darkness into his perfect light. He's a good God and he's a faithful God. And all he wants us to do is to just follow him. Just trust him. We don't understand because as I said, I don't really, <laughs> I never really understand how things or think I had to be changing this, changing that, changing this. And then when I look, looked, I looked. This morning, it clicked to say, yes, you know, whatever God wants, wants for you to do, he, he's going to, he's going to walk you around, <laughs> walk you around, make you have to go, make you do this, make you do that. Sometimes it might cost you financially because the things that you have to, you have to do, it will cost you to change. But it's just to know that God have a reason and a purpose for everything and we have to just trust him. And he is trustworthy. We can put our life in his hand. And we know that it's alright. Because he's a good God. He's a merciful God. He's a God of light. He's a God of compassion. He's a God of mercy. And the plans that he has for us are good. Are good. And because he said he knew us from where in our mother, mother's womb. He said we are faithfully. 
we are, we are, we are, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And so we should treat each other in that way. And some of the depravity and some things that we want to do to our bodies and other people, do to other people's body and allow others to do to our body. It doesn't seem that if we, we know that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. So Father God, we thank you for all that you're doing in our life, for our families. Father God, we pray that you continue to knock at the doors of our loved ones who do not know you, that they can get to know you. Because only knowing Christ are we able to walk in the fullness of life as we should. So, Father God, we thank you for being such a loving and a caring God. We thank you for being a God that you, who says that the, no matter what we do, no matter what we try, it's your plan for our life that will prevail because we are tailor-made for that plan that you have for our life. So, Father God, we pray that you continue to watch over us. You continue to guide and protect us. Help us to walk in the purpose and destiny that you have ordained for us. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And the Bible says that if you... if if you want to be saved from this wicked world and go into a different dimension of life, Father says that you have to believe in your heart that Jesus is the Son of God who came and died on the cross for our sins, that we don't have to pay for our sins and that we should have life and have it more abundantly. And he requires that we confess our past sins and ask him to forgive us for our sins for our past sins and ask him to help us to live this new life that we'll get back we'll get um, baptized in this new life it's baptism reading your bible getting to know the, the the god of the bible and fellowshipping with one another walking with him as di as he directs you to walk into your destiny and your purpose and what he has for, for us to do and that's what he says it's as simple as that and we would have come from darkness into his perfect light so if you don't know him for yourself, it's that simple prayer. Just say, Father God, forgive me my past sins. I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross, that I should have a change of life. I pray that you give me a new life and I repent of my past works and I will not repeat them again, Father God. And I pray that you help me to find a Bible-believing church that I can get to know you and have a relationship with you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. It's as simple as that. But you have to be honest with God. You have to tell him, you have, you have to tell him the truth, knowing that it's not it's not just wanting to escape the wrath that is coming. And you say, "I'm in church," because I remember what <laughs> I remember when I was on, I was on holiday. I remember when I was on holiday, and the church and um, the church that um, and it was new. It was coming to New Year, and the church that um, that I went to it was beside um, a bar. You know, a bar that was playing at music and everybody laughing and making noise because when we were in the church singing, we <laughs> we could just about hear ourselves singing because the music that was playing was actually in the church. As we, in the church, the music was so loud that it was in the church as well, and we realized that when it came to a couple of minutes before midnight, everything went quiet. Everything went quiet, and everybody that was that was in the in in that the bar end up in being in the church yes before before 12 before 12 o'clock came for the new day to come because if i think it, it is that what everybody people you do i don't know about everybody well some people feel that when it's a new year it can be the end of the world too so everybody even those that are singing dancing drinking and everything in the next door i never really care about the, the the level of music that was in in the church that people couldn't sing and worship their God too. They they realized the importance of God when it was coming to twelve o'clock 
because they wanted to be found in the house of God that they can be that they can be saved. If anything what happened, God wasn't gonna they were thinking if anything's gonna happen, God's not gonna break down his, his church. So some people come into church not because they really trust God and not because they have given their life to God. Because they you know, sometimes have one foot in the world and one foot in the church, but only because the promises the promises that God gives gives a believer that the promises are good and they want to be a part of that promise but but everybody should know that God can't be mocked God knows our heart so it's best to come genuinely with him it's best to be genuine because he knows our heart we can't really fool God you know we can we can we can fool we can fool man and then there comes a time when God gives man discernment to know if this is the way this person behavior is behaving. That's not that's not right. That's not genuine. So God shows it because you know somebody somebody some person somebody used to do something all the time, and they come to you and they notice say the word to get this. They notice say the word to get that. Whatever they want, and then God will say to you, no, enough is enough now. Enough is enough. And God will tell you that that they they. It's not that they love you, or not that they they they're a real friend, but it's only because you're easy touch, and what they want, they can easily come and get from you. That's why. So you're just gonna be wasting your time if you think that oh yeah, you're building something because it's not built. It's not they're not working to build anything. All they're working for is just to receive, and that's how sometimes some people take the church. They think that say that they know that God blesses His people, because a lot of the time they've seen they've seen. Oh, God works in the life of his people. There's, um, my daughter was telling me there's someone that she follows on, on Facebook and this person had been going, but this person, had, husband had, had left her and she was going through, a, I think she was going through a rough time, really. And she, they, they had people that, that were followers of her husband, followers of her, I think her name is Cora or something like that. And they, they, it was a problem to say she's in a one bedroom or she's in a, a one bed one bedroom apartment or something like that and it's as if this everybody was looking down people were looking down on her and some people became her enemy because they were on the father's side you know sometimes people choose who they want to be but the other day she kept seeing supposed to have come online and said with the help of God because she knows that every, all good gifts come from God our followers had Helped her to 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 purchase. Well, it said it's like a it says it's a mansion. Purchase it, and it's people that have put their money together with hers because God has shown them that you know people need to see our work in the life of my people. No matter when they seem like they doubt, because it seems like at times she was depressed, but she never really told anybody about it. She was just going through. But there's people that this is gonna send a message to to know so to know that. You know, if you trust in God and really believe in him, it works on your behalf. So some people come into church, not because of they really give their life to God, but because they're fed up of being out in the world now and they want a little shelter. But we are not to, we are not to, we are not to, um, to take God for a, a joke because God is able to know who's genuine and who's not. And when we come to him, we must come to him for him to clean up, for him to clean us up. Not to hide, because I know that I have to. There's time that I have to say to him, Father God. Even though I think I've got over this situation, I think there's still a little residue. There's still a little something leaving there. I just want you to wash all of it out for me, 
because that little bit can stop me from getting to the level that you want me to get to. So we all go through things and all we go through situation, but we know that God is faithful. Have a blessed day, everyone. Jesus loves you and so do I.